Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Brother, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you along to one of our free upcoming masterclasses. This is where I personally take men through our methodology, a specific step-by-step process, the system that we share here on the podcast that you hear about to help men reignite their marriages amplify their health, and boost their performance across all areas of their life. If you'd like to register and join us, simply head to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael. And of course, with me, we've got Ben Salkeld, the Rising Kings founder and director. Ben, what's up, brother? How are you? Good, brother. Good to be here, man. Another week. As we say at the start of every podcast that we do, man, like it's it's always like a good opportunity to reflect in on how things change in one's world. You know, this past week, I've had my parents come and stay. And for those who have been listening to this for quite a while, you know, the work I've done around, especially around the relationship with my father. And it just so happens they left this morning and, oh man, I just saw a, a huge shift in the way my father responded bonded to me and he said he's, he's like you know i really enjoyed the time with you and like this has never been said before really enjoyed the time with you you look so like happy it's the best i've seen you and i was like oh that's an interesting statement you know come from him but there is one thing that i really was conscious of over this past week with mum and dad was my presence so just when you're operating as a father, you've got your own kids and business and, you know, and parents come and stay, it's very easy to, oh, yeah, yeah, like I'll be home for dinner and you catch up for a quick dinner and, you know, sort of surface level conversations and all these sorts of stuff. And I just really made a conscious effort to just be there for mum and dad as much as I could over this, this past week, you know, taking them to lunch, having dinner with them, et cetera, and just really communicating, especially with my father and just letting him you know, where he wants to go with the conversation, not trying to rule it. And it was amazing. You know, like it shows the power of this work we do, the impact it has on those that we really love. You know, like in over the past decade plus, you know, there's been a lot of tension there between my father and I, and I've never really been able to connect. And it's easy, you know, to be the person who goes, oh, well, they don't want to connect. So fuck them, blah, 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 blah. I've always taken the work internally and I'm like, no nah, man, it's that's on me. If I want to connect with someone, that's on me. And I saw I saw it over this past week, man. And it's just it's a good litmus test that occurs throughout my life, just a reminder of where I am and, and where things are going. So it was a solid week, man. And then feeling really good, you know, like uh, in terms of just making incremental progress with my physical rehab on my arm, which is good and CrossFit and yeah, just really focusing on progress what's the progress and staying consistent with it so yeah, man, it feels good it feels really good let me ask you this do you feel like as you've gotten older that your relationship with dad has gotten better or has it gotten worse oh way better man i guess a hundred times better than what it was you know i think there was a good relationship there when i was a kid like he loved me we just clashed man i was very easily triggered by my father for pretty much most of my life. And like I've shared before, I spent a lot of time, energy, and money working on my relationships in the world, like mother, father, children, wife, self, 
uh, over the years, which is part of the work that we do inside Rising Kings. And in there, it enabled me to redevelop a new connection with my father. And it's just been going from strength to strength. Like every time I see my father, like it's more and more beautiful because I'm not showing up with the same energy. I'm very open. I'm practicing unconditional love towards this man who who raised me. Now, sure, there's so many things that I could say, oh, you know, he did this when I was a kid and he did this and he did this. And yeah, sure. But that set me up to who I am today. But I'm not hanging on to that and saying, well, that's why fucking this is happening and blah, blah, blah. I'm going, I want a beautiful future with my father, with my mother, you know, so that's going to come down to me, you know, figuring out how do I create a really strong connection. So to answer your question, man, it gets better and better. The more I work on myself and the more I evolve and grow, the more love and connection I have with my mother and father. I think this is a topic that I definitely want to come back to because I feel like for me, even for me, I think at this point, you know, I'll be 41 later this year. I am actually now starting to have like, no joke, a relationship with my dad. Like we're just starting to have one now and it's mainly because of the kids. And it's something that I hear a lot of the guys, you know, sort of talk about too, is like as they've gotten older, you know, they're starting to actually have a relationship or their relationship does get a lot better uh, with their father. And it's crazy to think that it's like, it's usually comes at such a later period in time in someone's life. And, and I'm, I tend to get jealous when guys are talking about how they've had such an amazing relationship throughout their life with their father. And I'm like, man, I wish me and my dad had that. But anyways, we're sort of getting off topic here. And the conversation I wanted to have today was sort of discovering your purpose, right? With a lot of guys that I speak with on, on a daily basis, a lot of them, you know, I'll ask them the question, like, what is it that you're looking for? And usually that question, I get a response of, man, that's deep. And I go, well, no, really, it's it's not that deep, right? It just, it feels like it's deep because we try to make like this or try to find a really, really deep answer. Like I want to go save the whales or, or, you know, I want to save humanity and stuff like that. But like most of the time, a lot of us, once we hit a certain sort of, you know, evolution in life, like we begin to lose our sense of purpose. A lot of times, I think a lot of guys just kind of, you know, what my purpose back in my 20s to what it is now in my 40s is going to be completely different. But a lot of the times I feel like once we have a family, you just get stuck in this daily motion and your sense of purpose and living a fulfilling life or what what is your version of a fulfilling life all of a sudden just kind of goes out the window, right? Especially to those whose kids have, you know, left the house and stuff like that or whose kids are now teenagers and going on to uni and things like that. Their sense of purpose is always is changing for some reason. So I'm kind of curious, like from your perspective, like, what do you think gives life meaning and purpose? Yeah, man, like it's a question I've been asking myself for 10 plus years, probably more, but consciously aware of it, at least for the last decade. It's like, what's it for? Like, what's your purpose? What's your purpose been? And well, the reason I set that up is like, it's 10 years of asking this question. And, you know, you every time you ask a question, I feel you can sink a little bit deeper into it actually understanding you know at first it was around you know to create certain things to get to a certain financial level all those sort of surface level pieces you know and you go and do um programs that are out there and it, they ask you especially in the personal development world you know like you got to get detailed man what's the car you drive what's the house look like what are the drapes what's the carpet and it's like it's very you know 
superficial stuff. And I get it. It's a good place to start. So you can start actually going and letting your mind think about these things. The further though I go into it, like I really am just coming back to experience and connection. Experience, connection. And if I had to add a third to that, I would say fulfillment, like some a feeling of fulfillment. Like it's a feeling. And so, you know, like I said, having my parents here this past week, like I was, I was having lunch with them yesterday and we're talking around prioritization and priorities and all this. And this exact same conversation came up, right? Like, as I said to my father, I was like, what's the North Star here? Like, where are you to? And he's like, well, you know, when people, when you ask them that and they don't have an answer, they could, well, what's yours? <laughs> what's, right. what's your North Star, Ben? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> of course that's going to be asked. And I went straight into it. I was like, I'm here to experience, to connect with those I love and to have fulfillment. And so every day, these are the things that are driving me. I'm like, well, what am I doing to experience? So, and, and what am I doing to connect? And what am I doing to create fulfillment? And so when I have that, it changes all the things that sit underneath that I do on a day-to-day basis. Why do you go to CrossFit? Why do you decide to go and take your parents for lunch versus sitting in the office and doing work? Why do you call brothers? Why do you go down to Melbourne and spend four days with the Legacy Brotherhood. You know, it's like all these little things. Why do you go for a walk with Chosen One? All these little things tying into you know, this North Star and purpose. The challenge, however, is you know, when you're first starting out on this process, and like you said, you know, the men who feel stuck doing the same thing over and over, man, I don't, you know, like I've got no drive to do these things. Like there's nothing that excites me that the fucking gets me out of bed or gets me to get off my phone at night or stops me from drinking, you know, nighttime or on the weekends, et cetera. There is a challenge because I think a lot of us are looking for the big, there's going to be this momentous thing that occurs that hits us like a lightning bolt and all of a sudden it shifts everything else in my life. The problem with that is it's not true, man, because there's so many of us still fucking going through, you know, procrastination and all the things that we're doing without a clear purpose because we're like, well, I don't really fucking know what it is, man. That's deep. Uh, I haven't really thought about it. I'm just operating default mode. And so it's fucking intense because it's an intense question, but it's intense because no one's really asking themselves that question consistently over and over and over. So let me ask you this, right? I feel like not having a clear purpose in life really sort of just kind of like you don't have a roadmap. There's no clear roadmap. And I always kind of give this example to a lot of people is like if you don't have a clear sort of path or strategy to get you from point A to point B, you know, traveling across country could take you, you know, months if you really wanted to, right? I always give the example of, you know, back in 2010, I helped drive a friend from Ohio where we grew up to San Diego because he was moving there. And the main objective for us was to be able to make this trip in four days. So we really set out a plan at, you know, every single night we had, we knew exactly where we were sleeping, exactly, you know, where we were going to eat. And at a certain day we had to get to San Diego because I wanted to make sure that by, I think it was by New Year's, I had to get back to Cleveland. And a lot of guys, you know, can take the same trip. They could take it, you know, for 14 days, right? And I always, for me, like having a clear path and stuff like that was always important because I feel like if I have a clear path of what is it that I want and where is it that I'm going, that it's going to be, you know, so much easier than trying to run around and sort of figure things out halfway through. 
So I guess my question is like, in what ways does having a purpose not only benefit you, but help benefit everybody else around you? Yeah, going back to your example there, like for the listeners, ask yourself the question, when was the last time you just hopped in the car and started driving with no idea of where it is you're trying to go? Like there's always a destination pre-hopping in the car. Like I don't think there's ever a time that you drive it. The only time I can think about it is, you know, when the kids were really little and we had to take turns driving them around to get them to sleep. Like there's no <laughs> destination the of that. Thing. It's just, yeah, it's the destination's getting home in time so you can get some rest. But aside from that, like we always have a destination. Same when you hop on a plane, all those sorts of things. Like the analogy does serve true. And if you don't have a destination and if you think about hopping into a jet, if you don't have a destination set, you don't know how much fuel to bring, you don't know which direction to head in, all of a sudden, like you said, you end up somewhere you don't really want to be. And that's the challenge with life. If you don't have a place or a thing or a feeling that you're heading towards, you're just going to find yourself in a spot you don't want to be. And I think this is where most people that you're speaking with and that we're talking about here end up. They're like, fuck, man, like, I don't fucking love this job. I don't want to be here. I don't, I'm not in love with the, the woman that I married fucking 10 years ago, you know, I'm struggling with the kids, you know, I'm 10 kilos overweight. I'm not happy about myself. And it's like, we're at a destination we didn't want to end up in because we're not clear on the destination that we should be heading towards. So if you don't have that, and it doesn't have to be, like I said, man, it doesn't have to be, oh, I need to put man on the moon or, you know, populate Mars or, you know, build out the next big SaaS platform, etc. And it doesn't have to be something miraculous that's big, that scares the shit out of you. Yes, you can get to that point, but it just coming back to the basics. Like if right now it's like you got kids and you're like, well, I want the kids to know that I love them. Like make that your fucking North Star, man. Like make that your purpose because that's all of a sudden going to change the way you operate in terms of your behaviors in order to do that. And this is where kind of like the chicken before the egg and you know, the cart before the horse or that sort of etc. It's like, do you go and figure out what your purpose is? And then you build behaviors and strategies and tools and tactics and disciplines, et cetera, that enable you to create it. Or what I've learned in the past that has worked for me as well is without even having a very clear purpose, except for I know where I am is not where I want to be. And I got a bit of an understanding of where I want to go, like just basics. I want to be a good dad. I want to be you know, positive. I want to inspire them. I want to mentor them. I want to show up as a beautiful husband, loving husband. I want to have a great relationship with my, my wife. And I want to feel energized, healthy, and happy. Like That's a pretty fluffy purpose. But I was like, let's just fucking start there, Ben. All of a sudden, what does that do to my behavior set? Well, man, you got to exercise. You got to look after nutrition. You got to be there and connect with your chosen one. You've got to put time, effort, and energy into that relationship. You've got to be calm and present and happy and fulfilled and you know, connected with your children. How do I do that? Well, I got to cut out alcohol. I got to cut out sugars. I got to cut out drugs. I got to get rid of pornography. I got to train every day. I've got to look after, you know, the food I put in my mouth. I got to stretch. I got to meditate. I got to journal so that I can keep a clear mind. All of a sudden, all my whole way that I was operating completely revolutionized because I'm like, I don't want to go where, where I am right now. I want to go to this new destination. I have to change me in order to get that. So let me ask you this. Okay, most guys, I would say no, or quote unquote, no, what are the behaviors that they need to get rid of? However, a lot of guys, right? And you mentioned those behaviors, right? The procrastinations, the lack of commitment, the alcohol, the drugs, 
porn, the you know, the terrible food. And I always got asked guys like, okay, you know the things that no longer serve you that you need to get rid of so that you can live this, you know, path towards finding your purpose. You know, insert, you know, connection, you know, happiness, you know, uh, being a better example to your kids and, and all of that stuff, right? However, I feel like a lot of guys will, will always drop the term of, Mike, I'm self-sabotaging myself. And I always go, well, why? Especially when a lot of guys know what they're doing, but continue to do the things that are holding them back. And I'm just kind of curious, like from your experience, why do you think a lot of guys, you know, default to doing these things? Is it because what they want is actually unclear? No, I think, yes, there's part of it. However, there's also the part underneath that doing anything new is uncomfortable, man. Giving up alcohol, you know, for a month, three months, whatever, is not easy. And so a lot of guys will fall back. Oh, man, I keep self-sabotaging. You know, I did two weeks without alcohol and then fucking went and had a blowout, etc. Giving up pornography is not easy. Oh, man, I did two weeks without fucking looking at porn, but then I found myself. You got to look at how bad is it in the current state you're in. And you can make it feel worse than it needs to be if you want to get out of it. You know, if I look back on my life 10 years ago, my life was good. Like, it was average, man. You know, like, Chosen One wasn't leaving me. We weren't connected, but she wasn't. At that point, we hadn't had the conversation, I'm fucking out of here, right? I was okay health. I didn't have a hugely consistent training thing, but it was okay. I drank three, four days a week, you know, not massive blowouts, but the occasional blowouts, you know, taking the occasional recreational drug, looking at porn probably a couple of times a week. Like it was functional and it was, well, you know, like I keep self sabotaging. I could have kept saying I keep self sabotaging. What I realized though at that moment is, dude, if you stay like this, where is this really going to end up? Like that's a truthful conversation. You play this game again, you, you keep playing this game for another five years. Where are we going to end? And I think it was at a Tony Robbins program I went and did. It was the first one I did. And I went and did it. And he took us through this thing where it was like, okay, you're operating the way you're operating now. Let's go out two years. What's going on there? And I, and I put, man, I put myself into this place. And I found myself in my 60s, alone, overweight, unhappy, you know, fucking drinking, drugs, whatever it was, man, just like in a really shitty position. And I felt it. Like I fucking ingrained that into my DNA in that moment. I was like, this is your life. Like it's, this is reality. And just to put a side note there, man, like when I say I was in it, like I was on the floor in fetal position, like fucking crying because I was telling my brain, this is, this is your reality right now. That's how intense that thing was. And so when I came back to bang, we come out of it and you're in where I am today. I'm like, I am unwilling to go to that position. You must change Ben. Now I didn't have a big North star or a clear purpose. I just knew where like, and I believed it. This is where my life is heading. And I think a lot of us give ourselves the out where they go, yeah, well, my life, it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. I forget who, who the conversation was a couple of weeks ago. A guy who applied a couple of conversations and, you know, through a, a friend of a friend, he's like, oh, man, you know, it's not that bad. My wife's not going to leave me. <laughs> like, how much denial do we need to put ourselves into pretending like, oh, that'll never happen to me? She'll never leave me. The kids will never do that. My weight will never get that bad. It'll never fucking, da, da, da. you know, insert, insert, insert. 
all we're doing is justifying our current identity because we don't truly want to put in the work to make the shift. So coming back to your question, when the guy goes, oh man, you know, like self, I keep self-sabotaging. I don't have a clear purpose. All they're really saying is like, hey, I'm fucking comfortable right here. It's not, I don't believe it's going to get that bad. And I don't really want to or need to do that level of work on myself right now. And for me, a guy who's in that position is in a very dangerous position because the guy who's down and out has hit rock bottom and he's ready to move. The guy in in this conversation we're having here who actually goes, hang on a second. Yeah, I believe Ben. I believe all the people that I listen to who say, if you don't sort this shit out, this is coming. This is the crisis that's heading towards me. They're going to make a move. It's the guy who goes, eh, Nah, man, she's not going to leave me. I'm all right right now. I don't need to do this stuff right now. He's the one getting nervous about because it's that guy that I know in five to 10 years, it will happen. And then it's not too late, but it's very, very hard to make this shift we're talking about here in terms of behaviors, et cetera. So I think it's North Star, purpose important, but North Star and purpose important. However, you have to genuinely desire to want to change in order to make this work. Now, you know, we talk about systems and stuff like that. And I kind of go back to, you know, this thought of, you know, having an operating system running Windows 95. Obviously, it's probably will still run some programs and all of that stuff, but it's not going to be optimized. And the reason why I bring that up is I think a lot of guys kind of like that, what you just talked about is like, yeah, she's not going to leave me, right? She's not going anywhere. I'm cool. I'm comfortable. Things are just, you know, yeah, it's not the best and it could always be better, but I'm okay. I don't need to upgrade my operating system. I don't need to upgrade my computer because what I'm doing now, you know, word process and AOL still is allowing me to be able to connect. Like it's not the best speed, right? It's, you know, whatever videos I'm watching is I could barely make out whether that's a, you know, that's a boat or an airplane, but whatever, like it still works. So I just kind of want to talk about that. Like, why is it important to actually like operate or upgrade your operating system to, you know, to something that is going to perform at its best? For me, it's around a feeling that comes off the back of it. So for those that are listening, right, and go, hey, you know what? I don't have a clear purpose. I don't really know where I'm going. I'm struggling. I feel stuck, but I'm committed, man. I want to, you know, I don't want to stay where I am. I'd come back to like we talk about. Daily disciplines, scorecard, weekly summary report, behaviors, and tracking this. Because once you do that, so you cut out all the negative, all the stuff we talked about, all the negative fucking behaviors that are sitting in place, and you replace them with the behaviors that you know the type of man that you desire to be. Now, first, the effort is going to be extremely fucking challenging and extremely high. Like going from warm showers every night, eating whatever it is that you want, drinking alcohol when things are stressful, looking at porn when you're not connecting with your wife watching TV, you know, in bed or before bed every evening to all of a sudden, you know, almost monk-like discipline where you're cutting out alcohol, sugars, you're not looking at porn, you know, you're spending time with your wife and chosen one and connecting with her, you're having cold showers, you're meditating, you're journaling. Man, like you go from A, like I talked about before, into that realm, holy shit, it's extremely uncomfortable. However, there's a fucking beautiful, satisfying sense of achievement and growth that also comes with it. And that's what changed my life. As I said, I didn't find the North Star other than, or, or purpose other than I don't want to be where I am. And if, if I don't want to be where I am, I need to change who I am. 
And that's where it shifted. So I started putting in daily disciplines because I'm a logical guy, I'm competitive, and I'm like, hey, I'll have a fucking game with myself. And it's still gamified even to today, my daily disciplines, these systems that we build out, you know, having just relaunched a whole new entire what we call the game up inside legacy for the brothers this whole game we're playing is exactly that it's gamification and it's challenging and it's you versus you on a consistent day-to-day week-to-week basis so that you see this progress man it's life-changing that's what drives this feeling of energy excitement fulfillment happiness connection all the pieces we desire sit underneath these switches between the man I am today and the man I desire to be. And as you start to see that progress and you become more and more of that man that you want to be, that's the feeling, brother. That's what it's for. And you need a system because the challenge, as I see it out there, brother, you know this as well as I do, and I'm sure the listeners do as well. There is a plethora of stuff, of information being thrown out. You need to do this. This is your morning power routine. You got to dance. You got to fucking this, blah, blah, blah. There's a million things. Every book, you read every podcast you listen to, every YouTube clip you take on board, every short you tap into, there's some new level of information. The problem is you need to be able to put a system in place because then the effort required to run the system is way less energy than just going, oh, mate, I'm going to, someone said I should do cold showers. So I'm just going to try cold showers. Three days in, it's forgotten because of life's just gotten in the way because there's no system. And it doesn't stick. Oh, I heard meditation's good. I do meditation. Three months later, the person's forgotten all about meditation. Oh, I used to meditate. I kind of forgot. You know, there's no system. The system is the key, brother. So then let me ask you this, right? Sort of final thoughts. What do you say to the guy that is looking for his purpose? What is the biggest thing or the most important thing that he does that he needs to shift to to be able to, you know, make sure that he goes on that path? To, to finding his purpose, whether big or small. If today is your last day on earth, are you fulfilled and happy with the way you played it? And if the answer is no, it's time to change. That's Ben Sockeld and I'm Michael. And this has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. Stay strong. So brother, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you want to know more about Rising Kings, the methodology, the system, and how we do it, I highly recommend you register for one of our upcoming Rising Kings masterclasses. You can do this by heading to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. 